Josh Fix on the beats. Deeper. Yeah. If you survive and can see through the pain, it gets deeper. Man, this particular show is about to be so fire and epic. You're going to be able to hear some real legitimate things that you need to know from an ethical standpoint yes, as it sir. relates to entrepreneurship. Entrepreneur. And we got Josh Landon to in the building. today. Yes, it's sir. about to go down. Y'all going to enjoy it like never before. It's happening, man. Josh, what you got for us, man? Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Tune in. <laughs> little pre-game, Tune little pre Facebook. Tune in. Instagram. Apple. Keep it in the cut. Yeah. Dot com, baby. We ready to roll. Fight whenever I write or don't write this Brother is right, I first like this Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you might be hurting but you're not helpless. But you're not helpless. Keep it in the cut. Help is on the way. Yeah. Still alive because it's all by design. You can see it in the way I move or how the pain becomes. Season one, episode five. I am your boy, your host, Mr. Halftime, and I got my guy. Smitty! Yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, Linda, listen. We got my boy Josh Land from Fox 2 News in the booth, man. Detroit's we got him in the own. studio. Listen, this is going to be accurate, man. This episode, season one, episode five, we're talking about the etiquette of entrepreneurship. Yeah. You got to know, like, it's some things that we're going to discuss that's going to help fuel your passion. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. How to be Become the entrepreneur. Oh, let's listen in today, and we got you. What's up, Josh? What's what up, up man? No. Welcome to What's the up, show, baby? man. Happy to be yeah. here. Thank you for bringing me on. Oh, By man. the way, D, I need that jacket. You gotta know it, man. I knew who was coming on. I here, man. need this jacket. Listen, man. D, he got me there. B Y K E Pi Yonir. You know what I'm saying? That okay? I got the same ring. Yeah, you gotta work on that rhyme. You gotta work on that rhyme a little bit. You right, you right. I gotta work on that. Got love for Catherine, but you gotta work on that rhyme. We got love for you, bro. You right. You know, you know, it's a Dibby thing. It's a Dibby thing. I understand it's a Dibby thing, but you know, I got love for Dibby. He was repping that Catherine all these last two weeks, man. I said, you know what, my boy coming on this week, but we gonna kill him together. This he got me. He punched me like you guys are from Dibby. The love of your life is from Dibby. Yeah. It is what it it's is. It's a family trick from Dembi. I can't argue that. I don't like <laughs> your roots. Your, your roots as a barber yeah. from Kelly and Moraine. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It, about it is what it is. About it. Hey, see, see that Kelly Rowe, baby? Uh, Kelly Rowe. Oh. <laughs> Kelly Just Moraine. Just watch the last episode, man. You see the K.E. 94 and Van Dyke. You know what I'm saying? I'm about midnight. K.E. stand up. I'm being all numb. I'm being attacked. I need my goons with my guys. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. So listen. Yes, sir. Get what it. you think, man? Look, I know, I know, I'm not the only one, mm -hmm. but the, we it's an elephant in the room. Oh man, it's an elephant in the room. We got oh. playoff football. Oh, we're talking, talking, football, talking football. It's an elephant in the room, yeah. man. What, what's up, man? Talk to me about your predictions. Hey, okay. Go? Um, Matthew Stafford, congratulations, <sighs> congratulations. Now, I will say this: the question has not been answered fully yet. We'll find out on February 13th. He has what question? To, he has what question? To, what question are we talking can about? Can he lead a team to the promised land? Can he take a team all the way? I'm a, the answer has not been fully answered. The question has not been fully answered yet. I would agree. <sighs> because that team is built to win the LA Rams. Absolutely. Sure. Without question. They have home field advantage. Absolutely. At the Super Bowl. You have to win it all. You just have to. Well, the reality of it is that was the whole deal. That was that was the whole reason for the trade. That's right. They trade away their draft picks and say, "Golf, you come to Detroit. We want Stafford." Like the whole idea was, Stafford was that one quarterback. He was the, the he, he he was the game changer. The, yeah. the, the, the quarterback who can get it all done. 
So unless he gets it done with a W, then no. I agree. I have to agree with you wholeheartedly I because agree. you think about it. They made it to the to the Super Bowl with, without him. With, no, with, with golf, golf. With golf. With our quarterback. With right. So Sean McVay's whole deal was I just need that one quarterback. I'm that one quarterback away from getting it done. And I'm, Stafford is supposed to be that guy. We shall find out. You you're right. Go ahead, halftime. Hey, Smitty, I just you know, man, listen, man. I had I'm gonna be honest. I can't hate on him. I can't be no, you can't hate on him. him. We but, want but, I, he's but, but Josh, he's been protected. By a great franchise that was just in the same predicament, what, not last year? year uh, see, with, with Jared Goff. I, I don't know because, I'm going to be honest, there has been talk for years whether or not the Ford family needs to sell. Oh, no, I'm I'm in agreement of that. That's why I'm just sticking to the athleticism and the skill set between the quarterbacks. Like, here's, here's this, what I think t- this is what I think halftime is doing. He's talking about the L.A. Rams franchise. Yes. You're talking about the Lions franchise. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. See, absolutely. He's saying he's in a good franchise now, yes. and that's the oh. benefit of him yes. going that, to the Super Bowl. Thank you, Smitty. That's well, that, 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 but, that's, that's any great player. Right. I mean, Beckham, he couldn't wait to get the heck out of Cleveland. Sure, sure. And yeah. look at him balling now. Yeah. Sure. But, but, but. I mean, you, you. when it comes to being an employee for any team, any organization, any company, when you know you bring a lot to the table, you need to feel like you have that support. Absolutely. And if you feel, like, if you feel like they're not really for you, then why am I here? Sure. Absolutely. Either you want me or you don't. I do. I agree with that. I agree with that. I, yeah. just, I mean, I'm just watching the boy throw them pass, man, the first, the first quarter of the game, mm-hmm. and he threw it behind. Beckham and Beckham had a little attitude. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, same old Matt to me. I mean, with, with Aaron Donald don't go after, you know what I'm saying? I think this the, is, the defense it. held it down. This, so I'm and just this is saying, what I, though. They held this, it down this, on this, Sunday. This is what I'm saying. I heard you say we can't hate on Stafford. And I don't like to hate on Stafford. It's just that what he has proven what, to me over yeah, his 13 or 12-year career here with the Lions, it showed me nothing. Now, what I can say is he showed me something that I th- didn't think that he had him in him, mm-hmm. which is to lead a team to the Super Bowl. But that's not good enough just to lead them to the Super Bowl. If not you don't win team. it, if you don't win it, it was a waste of time. Waste of time. And, yes. and, and you might as well get put out in the first round. Yes, quite yes. quite honestly. So yes. the reality of it is, if he don't win it all, sure. it remains to be seen whether absolutely. he is the actual franchise quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team. Yes, and what, what, what's going to come down to is if he wins on Sunday, uh, two Sundays from now, then it's more so the Lions. But if he loses, then eh, Stafford, you you gotta take some accountability as well. Yeah, I, go well, ahead. Have time. So I heard. I heard what he said after the game, the post show, right? What he, he said say? he wished he was in the game for for that to end the game. Yeah, I but heard. Defense, defense saved his beans. He yeah, sure did. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's a lot of play, a lot of work still needs to be done. We and we only got a week. It's about a week to see mm-hmm. and to find out what he's made of. I'm Can gonna he, say this right before we go into the show. Yes, sir. Okay. What's up, Smitty man? <laughs> Whether the Ford family is good or not. <laughs> will not rest upon whether Stafford wins or not. There you go. They're man. no good at They're all no as good. it relates to an organization at this point in time. I'm gonna be uh, honest with boom. you. I got 60 years of history to prove it. Okay, yeah. so I was at a Lions game when they played the Ravens uh earlier this season or yeah. during the season, I the should field say. Goal. The field all time. Goal. Yeah. Yeah, but during that game, Calvin Johnson was honored at halftime for being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. I'm up there with a few people, uh, an actor who's in town. I, I won't put his name out there. He he was from out of town, of course, and we're up there in the suite checking out the game. And so the fans, they're cheering for Calvin Johnson. Loved it. Mm. The moment Sheila came out there, yeah. the whole 
stadium yeah. booter. Yeah. See? And yeah, he looked pretty, at me, and the dude, the, the actor looked at me and said, dude, this is embarrassing. Yeah. That's bad. I said, you're telling me. I mean, that was a sign of the morale between the fans and the ownership of the Lions. Sure. The best receiver to ever play for their franchise didn't even acknowledge them in his Hall of Fame speech. In his Hall no. of Fame speech. He spoke, he, he spoke of out. Detroit. He spoke of the state of Michigan. Fans. He did not, he, he didn't, the fans. Calvin Johnson. Yeah, he did not speak of ownership. Yeah, he absolutely. Did not. That goes a long way. That goes and a we, long we way. And we have history. We have history. Before we kick it off, we have history of, of so many duds and so many things that we could speak about in mm-hmm. a way that they kind of uh, – I'm a Detroit – I guarantee you, if, if, <laughs> if, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, if Woo! Stafford wins the Super Bowl ring, the conversation in this town will shift to – is it time for the Ford family to sell? I don't think they will because they make too much no, darn money. No, but that, but that, conver- that conversation no, is going not. to come up. I they, guarantee you, if Stafford wins, why would they sell? Why would you? You make you still sell out every every game. We're not going lose. to the playoffs, but we'll they'll still, still, we'll, 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 we'll still sell out. There we go, and <laughs> no there you me. have it. There you have it. Playoff football. A lot of predictions are some some people on the winning side, some people on the losing side. I'm not a fan dude guy, but um, but you know what? And this part of the show, man, I want to kick it off with my man Smitty and my man Josh. Big up to you coming on the show, man. Yes, sir. You know, I appreciate you coming out Happy and uh, here, supporting your brothers, man. We got some big things happening behind the scenes, Josh. All day. But what, 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 what this episode is we talking about the etiquette of entrepreneurship, though, Josh. Okay. The etiquette of entrepreneurship. And one of the things I want to talk to you about is integrity. Like st- having a standard in life or based around business, based around your image, your professional image. Mm-hmm. How are you able to sustain this image going through a lot of adversary, going through a lot of hiccups, so to say, with people? Oh, yeah. There's right? a lot of adversity I've gone through that I continue to go through. Yeah. You know, one thing is being in the profession that I am. Sure. My mother raised me to be the strong black man that I am today. That's how I ride. Big shout out to mom. Big, Big shout, shout out, out to, mom. to mom. Without moms, I wouldn't be here. Um, when we come with a certain confidence, a certain integrity, as black men, we're deemed as cocky, arrogant, yeah. Yeah. full of ourselves. Sure. It's 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 a it's no. I'm going after what I'm going after. Yeah. Right. I have dreams. I have ambition. Right. Yeah. And that ambition is only going to amplify. Yeah. But who does he think he is? Right. Who are you to question mm. me? Right, right, right. Like, yeah. and, and you guys can relate. Us getting this far in life, again, we deal with all sorts of adversity. Sure. And we deal with it from people who come from privilege. Yeah. Like, wow. you don't come from around the way as we do. <laughs> you didn't see the the beatdowns and the, yeah. Yeah. And the shootings the struggles, and, yes, and the struggles the and struggle. homeboy on the corner and this and that. You didn't see that, but you want to question me for yeah. my ambition. Wow. Who are you? So when you talk about integrity, it's about standing for something, knowing what you stand for and standing by it no matter what, good or bad, high or low. Yes. No matter how the situation. One thing I can't stand is someone who jumps on a darn bandwagon. (laughs) Wow. That's that. that's I heard you say that one time. Yeah, I heard you say that too. And you know what, you know, you know, guys, you know what I'm alluding to. I cannot stand when someone jumps on a darn bandwagon. Yeah, man. You are who you are. Yeah. Stand by it, own it. Yeah, 
and 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 if, and you're right. And I, if I could piggyback before Smitty take over, I I just like for me, I I, I understand what integrity means. And being in the line of work, when you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of believing in yourself, and it takes a lot of sustaining that that attitude as if okay, no no matter what you see, I know what I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. You have to stand strong for something or we always say you'll fall for anything. Yeah. Fall for anything. Or anybody. Or anybody. We don't we, as an entrepreneur, you cannot and you should not. If this if this is you that I'm talking to, Mr. Half coming at you, I'm just letting you know, if this is you, you cannot you cannot fall for anything or anybody. You need to take charge of your own future success mm -hmm. because people will let you down. Oh man, man, that's 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 so true, man. Because the reality of it is, believing in yourself is the first absolutely uh, piece of you being successful. If you don't believe in you, ain't nobody else gonna believe in you, right? On, man. And and Josh, I also heard you speak to um, a situation where you said, you know, um, you always believe that the truth would would, would show itself yes. over time, right? So it's uh -huh. like things that happen over time, and you got to believe in yourself enough to know that when it don't look like it. That the truth gonna prevail. What do you mean when you when, when you hear when you say stuff like the truth will find itself out eventually? I yeah. mean, yeah. I've, I've have its day. I've gone. The truth will always. The truth will always have its day. Um, I mean, I've been through situations where people have tried to ruin my name, bury me, just bury my career, and I've just sat back, played it cool. Yeah. And to this day, now I'm starting to see them unravel. Wow. Without wow. even lifting a finger. That's right. When it comes to people who pretend like they're for you. Sure. But they're really going behind your back. Oh, yeah. It only takes time for that truth to unravel. Right. So now I see you for who you are. <laughs> right. I see you for yeah. who you are. And that's in any situation. The truth will always have its day. Back What's done in the dark. And, and, and the sad part is sometimes it's people from within our own camp. Yeah, oh, that's true. Some, of, some of our so, own absolutely try to hurt us. Enemy in a camp, man. And and in, in our camp. own camp. What's crazy is, is man, is like from that angle and that aspect and what you're speaking of is so true because the people that you expect to have support for you and love for you mm -hmm. and admiration for you and want to push you into your place of destiny, a lot of times be the people that you hung around man. and you 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 did that's some heavy. crazy stuff with, but they don't want to do the right stuff with you. Or, and so or, they speak against you. Or it can be people who you looked up to at one point. Wow. Who you thought they were it. Yes, yeah. That, like, you are the person I want to learn wow. from. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out they're not really for you. They're not really that's what right. you thought they were. They're right. not who I thought they were. And wow, that's why man. you have to be careful with allowing people to define your value, mm -hmm. right? Because if you allow some somebody to define your value and you look to them as a God per se, and they also determine your devalue, mm -hmm. right? They mm -hmm. can devalue you. So if you give them too much stock and value, you got to be careful who you allow to give value to you. You that's have true. to be confident in who you are. Right. Oh, and, and that's and that's the point that I'm saying, because when the person that you gave uh, place and credence to give value to you or to give you, you know, that feel like you can do it, that same person has the same power to devalue you to make you feel less than. Mm -hmm. But the confidence that you will have to have that it takes as an entrepreneur in the face of adversity, knowing that it don't look like what I desire for it to be at this time. But the reality of it is I'm not going to stop until I see I it. I can't quit. I no. can't because mm. the truth going to come out. The truth Absolutely. is I'm going to work hard. The yes. truth is I'm going to be successful. Yes. The truth is I'm going to get everything I'm supposed Facts. to have for me, my family, and everybody that's in my circle. We're yes, going sir. to be successful. We're going to win. But it's going to take confidence and it's going to take time sometimes for that truth to play itself out. Amen. And, be, and stay in the course. 
like believing in yourself, staying of course, that integrity, that, that standard that we talk about, it's a lonely place sometimes. You also have to keep in mind how people converse with you. Like, are you talking about the game or are you talking about nonsense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what, what are the conversations? Right. You know, right. someone I'm thinking about, you don't want to call me to talk about the game, how I can improve my game, how right. I can elevate my game. Right. You want to talk to me about nonsense. Right. Practice, man. Right. Not, like, not the game. Not, not the, the game. Not, yeah. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> not the game, but practice. But practice, man. Come See? on. And so when, when, you, when you come across those individuals and you thought they were so high and mighty, yeah, man. it's like, you know what? You're actually doing me a favor. Like, I'm better off not even dealing with you. People reveal themselves oh, over time. Oh, yeah. Over oh, yeah. time, uh -huh. they reveal themselves, and, and the they don't even know they're doing it. The truth will always have its day. The truth will always have its day. And, you know, before we go to the next segment, the, 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 one of the things I've learned to do, you know, is, is that face value, that my professional image is, is being compromised around a person like that. So mm -hmm. once you build a circle, and a network of people that you can trust like that, you know, it repels people who's negative. It repels yeah. anybody yeah. that's carnal, anybody that's contrary to the lifestyle and the image that you hold, you possess, then it that your atmosphere should repel it. You it, it's two things gonna happen. Either you're gonna conform to my circle, mm -hmm. right? right? Or you're gonna leave. It's only it's it's only two ways it's gonna work. Either you want to conform. Or you go, so like what I'm saying is you can't compromise who you are. That standard. That Never. Entire, you can't compromise yourself for, for someone else that do, don't even hold a shoestring to what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Right. They can't even hold your cup. Nope. You know, <laughs> not so like why, that. So, can't even hold your cup. Can't even hold your cup, man. You don't know what I'm drinking, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm drinking positivity, man. You just fuel with negativity and anger. You know, it's like that person will only, that person will only bring you down but the reality of it is you need that sometimes though too to, you do come on talk it, it about help, it. it helps to fuel the dream and yeah. it helps to put perseverance in you and come it on. helps you to understand that you yes. know what no matter what comes your way it can't stop it. you no matter what so yeah. all you got to do is say you got to bring something to get some because i'm bringing everything i got every, every time i step up to, the, time. to the plate every yes, time sir. i step up to this plate yes. i'm swinging for a home run so yes. you better throw your best pitch because if i catch a hold to it it's, I'm, I'm, not, I'm I'm rounding the bases. Hundred percent. I'm going home. It's gone. <laughs> it's out of here. The haters oh. motivate you. Yeah. At the end of the day, what they don't realize, they're trying to tear you down. All you've done is motivate me even more. Man. Now I'm even more hungry. Yeah. That's a mindset. Yeah. That's yeah. a mindset. It is a mindset. <laughs> I mean, you get to the point figuratively. I want all the smoke. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, 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 Josh. But what fueled you? Like, I, we understand. We know you have. You already answered, and you, you told us, and that's a good job. What it means to have integrity, mm -hmm. to keep that, to take that stance, and every person. But what are some mindsets? What are some objectives and some goals you set for yourself behind, you know, those relationship issues or though that adversary that approach? Oppose themselves. What what were some goals? What were some things that fuel? What how did that become fuel? How did it become fuel? Um yes. look, we're all from Detroit. East Siders. Mm -hmm. 313, East Side. 313. 4824. Van Dyke and 94. Hey, Denby, all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's all love. Yo, it's um, all love, man. All love. One of my goals, look, I want to have a family. I want to have a good career. I mean, those are my goals, my my ambitions. Right. Um, but uh, something I have internally is I like, I'm not like, I'm, my vision is to help break 
the stigma of the typical black man from Detroit. Yeah. Where you look at him as just a thug or mm. a killer or a drug dealer or, sure. or whatever the case may be. You know, people look at me and say, yeah, you're half black, you're half Lebanese. You really grew up from on grew up in Detroit. You really went to Denby. Yeah. You, the way I, I guess I conduct myself, I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. some people think I'm a cornball until they get to know me, <laughs> right, whatever right. the case may be. Right. But it's oh. like it's no, it's you can be a sophisticated, educated brother. Yes. From the city, that's from around the way that's that's what I want and right represent there. in a real way. Come on, man. In a professional way. Absolutely. It can both be done at yes. the same time. Yes, it can. So that's kind of my vision. That's part of the reason why I came back home. Yeah. I mean, I worked in different cities. I could have gone to D.C. or Dallas or whatever the case may be. I could still do that if I choose to one day. Right. My heart is in Detroit. I want to stay here. So we shall see. Right. But my main reason to come home was to show there is a different way. Like, forget Absolutely. about the the stereotype, the stigma. Yes. So so through that journey, and you kind of segue into my next question I wanted to ask you about, because yeah, yeah. we know that you're from Detroit, and we know that you're from the east side, mm -hmm. Denby, Denby stand up once again. D-E-D-Y. K-E, -E. <laughs> -E, I need your help. Stand up, K-E. No, we know that you're from Detroit, but you had opportunity after graduating from uh, Eastern Michigan yeah. to go to other places. You know, you went to Lansing, you mm -hmm. went to Florida, you mm -hmm. went to Milwaukee, Virginia, right doing um, your news casting uh, bit. But what is it that brought you back home? A lot of times people say, when I get a chance to leave Detroit and I go to somewhere like Florida, mm -hmm. I'm never coming back. Right. What was your, your, I know you said you wanted to break the stigma and you wanted to, to celebrate your city, uh. but what was that motivating piece behind wanting to come back um, for you and your career? That's because you could have went anywhere. It's family. Cool. family. Family is everything for me. Um, mm -hmm. My mother, I mean, with, again, without her, shoot, I wouldn't be here. I mean, literally, I mean, literally, <laughs> literally and figuratively, I mean, right. all of the above. I yeah, mean, right. you know, as a kid, just seeing her get up at two o'clock in the morning, go work at Thornapple Valley. I remember Thornapple I mean, Valley. I mean, ma making barely wow. making barely 30,000 a year. Wow. Raising portion of me on the east side all by herself. You know, I just I don't know. I just had an epiphany one day where I just looked at this woman. And I said, I cannot fail her. Yeah. There is no way I yeah. can let her down. Yeah. Under any circumstances. Um. So that, that that was a big part. Another reason for me coming back home. Now, my journey, when I worked in Fort Myers, Florida, I was the only black man on television out of all four TV stations. Wow. I was it. And I just felt that anxiety. Four er TV stations. Out of four TV stations, I was on. the only black man That's on television. Out of when four I, TV stations. Out of four TV stations. They had multiple employees for each. Yes. Each station had a news team of 30 people. Give or take. And you were the only I was the only black wow. man on the airwaves. Over 100 people. Yeah, over 100 people. I'm the only one at that time. Wow. So there was a, an anxiety that I just had to deal with every day. People coming at me. Sure. You know, with any opportunity they could. Uh, you know, I, I had one, you know, one night I went out. I had too many drinks. I got pulled over for a DUI. I was 24 at the time. I owned sure. it. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, I, I take it. I own it. Right. You know, Uber and Lyft, they, they get a lot of my money today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, job. Good yeah, job. yeah, yeah. You live and you learn. Absolutely. But when that incident happened, I was com I complied with officers. I wasn't hostile or anything like that. That joker still slammed me on the car and his partner pointed a gun to my face. Wow. And this was before the, the Trayvon Martin and, you know, Everything that is uh, and what city in Georgia, was this in, you said? it was in Fort Myers, Florida. Wow, Florida, and that was before you know the civil unrest really unfolded. I mean, yeah. again, it was 
10 plus years ago. It was, right. yeah, you know, I was 24, I'm 37. It was alive now. and well then. It was alive and well then. Yeah. But I knew in that particular moment that I made the wrong move, I wouldn't be here right here right now. Wow. So that was, that was a, an experience, if you will. Sure. Um, left Fort Myers, Florida, freelanced in Miami for a little bit. That was a great time. I love Miami. Miami is, I love yeah, Miami. I love Miami <laughs> Got good friends there, good people. I, I love Miami. Um, after that, then I worked in Richmond, Virginia for about four and a half years. Uh, good people in Richmond. RVA, RVA all day. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, they, you know, they did right by me. Um, and then I went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Worked there for a year and a half. And now when I, when I worked in Milwaukee, I was the only black man on the anchor desk out of all four TV stations. Wow. Gotcha. Wow. So that, that, that was more adversity yeah. I had to deal yeah. with. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. they're still coming after but me. But it rose up. Yeah. Yeah, it rose up. It rose. Now, ironically, I come back home, and you still got people trying to come after me. And it's oh, like, man. well, darn it. I'm home. <laughs> like, I, I'm trying to show love. Yeah, I'm here. But, but, but I'm arrogant on this, on that. Like, Really? Wow. I'm just trying to represent the city I grew up in, the city Absolutely. that I love. Absolutely. And that you want to tear me down? Okay, right. bring the smoke. <laughs> yeah. That had to be a good feeling, though, man, to be able to come back to your city and literally sit at the desk where you watched, you know, seeing if school closes were going to happen, mm -hmm. if Denby was going to close, yeah. if, you know, if high school, your middle school was going to close. To be able to sit at that desk now, man, it has to be kind of surreal and an and, and, and accomplishment. It itself. is. I, I got to go back to my mom. She used to make me watch the news as a kid wow. at five, six years old. She used to sit down. You need to know what's going on in your, going on in your community. So <laughs> I watched Diana Lewis. You're I watched right. Carmen Harlan. You're I watched right. Moore Krim, yeah. Emory King. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I Bill Bonds. Like I watched these dudes, I, these ladies and gentlemen. Right. I, I, that's who I watched. And it's crazy. Like um, when I interned at Channel Seven years ago, it was my first internship. I met Diana Lewis, and I had just got back from hanging out with Kimberly Craig just shadowing her for the day. She asked me to drop some tapes off in the newsroom. Diana Lewis is down the hall in the newsroom and I'm at the assignment desk and she and I just locked eyes for whatever reason. Like we had a certain eye contact. Right. Sure. So we walked towards each other and I couldn't even get my words. Out. I'm like, the moment, man. Like I'm starstruck at the moment. It was sure. Diana Lewis. Like, Diana Lewis. Yeah, I mean, oh. on TV your whole yeah, life. I'm exactly. landing Josh. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm landing Josh, uh, Jeff, Josh, uh, I Larry. Uh, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> but you know what she said to me after I stumbled over my words? She said, I like the way you look. I like the way you sound. Keep doing it. Awesome. Wow. I said, huh? Yeah. Wow. I said, ma'am, I just, I couldn't even. Form a complete sentence, but yeah, but, but it worked. She yeah. knew it when she saw it. And, she did, she did, yeah, and it proved out because you're doing it now at a great job at it. And man, yeah. I, I'm I'm just trying to represent doing to the good. best of my ability. Yeah, and at this moment, we gonna we gonna take a break for a second, and we'll come back, Josh. We gonna want to hear a little bit more of that. Let's we're get go it. Away. We gonna we gonna uh, the little sponsorship coming up, and you guys stay tuned, stay there, don't go nowhere. We'll be right back in a minute. It's Smitty from Deeper Than The Cut, and we're prepared to launch your business and advertise it on our platform. I'm telling you, it will be a great opportunity to grow your business. If you want to take advantage of that, if you go to DeeperThanTheCut.com, you'll leave a comment. We'll be sure to get back with you with the different packages that we have. But Deeper Than The Cut is the place that you want to advertise your business. We back, we back, we back, you guys. Welcome back. 
Again, we got my man Josh Landon in the building. You all. Yes, sir. Appreciate my brother, man. Appreciate my brother. You know, friendship is turning to brotherhoods around yeah. here. You yes. know what I'm saying? Deeper than a cut. Deeper than a cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my man Josh Landon, listen, he's dropping jewels about everything. I mean, the etiquette entrepreneur, man, you can be what you want to be without thugging it out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can talk with some sense. You can mm -hmm. act with some sense. That word decorum, dress, speech, and behavior, you know, you don't have to do uh, what, what everybody else Status is doing. Status quo. Status quo. Right? Build your perspective. Yeah, we big, yeah. we big on character. We're not just a status. You know what I mean? And we, we're dropping jewels about how you can become the entrepreneur and and act a par, right? And as you should and stand up. But but Josh, mm -hmm. I have a question. Go for it. So many being an entrepreneur, man, being when you working with people, especially in service, um, as you do, you service so many people, brother. How like what's like for me, like I make eye contact with everybody. Mm -hmm. Like eye contact. Eye contact is huge and it's, it's super huge, even in a time where we're so divided right now yep. in this world. We don't we don't speak to each other. We walk in the grocery store. We out shopping. We, we, are, we walk past another brother and don't even speak. We don't make that eye contact. You know, it is such a distance in between every man, you know, in our world. And, and on this show, we try to myself and Smitty, we try to to build bridges. Yeah. Build bridge those gaps and, and figure out ways where we can we can really become somebody and help somebody else make it to their destination, right? My Aunt Lucille, who we call Aunt Kitty, um, she taught me something mm -hmm. years ago as a child. I was maybe eight or nine at the time. Mm -hmm. We were watching Boys in the Hood, and Trey was going over the rules of the house yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Pops, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Right. Okay. And the conversation of eye contact came up. Wow. And my Aunt Lucille said, that's exactly right. She looked at me and she said, you look a person in the eye when you talk to them. It commands respect. That's right. It makes them respect you that's more. That's it. Come on. Because when you can look a person in the eye, yeah. you, it, it, I don't know how to describe it. You don't it. seem shifty. You, you, yeah, you're not shifty. Right. Like, confidence. Why, 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 you, confidence. Why, are you, confidence. why are you looking away? Right. Why can't, right. you, look me, why can't right. you look me in the eye? I'm right. looking you in the eye. I'm looking right. you in the eye. I'm right. looking you in the eye. Right. Why, why, why are you like? Uh yeah, it's twelve forty two. Um, <laughs> Ambassador Studios, yeah. Ambassador Studios, twelve forty two. My guy T, Kelly right. and Meringue, right. Dimby. Let's go, let's go. And I said right too. <laughs> but see, you're looking it's at me good. like yes, like sir. I'm commanding a certain you. respect. That's true. Absolutely. It's just yeah, man. You don't seem shifty. Right. Yeah, man. And when you're shifty, should I trust you? Right. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Should we be in any level of relationship? Yeah, yeah. Should man. I be conversing with you, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's right. confidence. Yeah. When you're talking to a person, you want to make that eye contact. But it also shows candor. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It shows that you respect mm -hmm. that person as well. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking you in the eye. I'm being real with you. Absolutely. I'm giving you my absolute truth. Yes. But mm -hmm. when you're looking a person off, are you lying about something? Well, yes. that's the, that's the feeling that you get. That yes. that's the vibe you get. And so when you start feeling that way, you like, uh, I don't know what level of relationship we are gonna have because I can't have a relationship can't, with people I can't trust. You know, I can't believe. You yes, know. Sir. And yes, so sir. if if I can't trust you, be <laughs> looking away gives me a whole different uh yes. understanding of who you might be. I, it sure does. If, if you can't look me in my eye and talk to me, it, it got to be something wrong. I mm -hmm. tell my children all the time. When you're talking to me, look at me. Oh, I tell man. my son, look at me. When I'm talking to you. When we're talking, That's right. look at me. Don't take your eyes Cause, off. Because it's going to tell me something when you start fidgeting and, yeah. and moving around.
down and you can't keep your eyes straight. So it it tells truth when you can stare at a person and look at a person in their eyes and tell them the conversation that you're having. It speaks a lot about um, your integrity, your truth and your character. And and, and and even just even further to add to that, that was a good point about that. And it brought me um, in mind of my my children. So many times I I will make sure that my children look at me when it's time for discipline. Yeah. Right. And then but then it also corrects for the next time. Yeah. It speaks to the next time they're going to do something wrong that a child, a person would not come around you because they know that you're going to be able to sense or pull like something you you just did something wrong. Right. When like you, even us as an adult, we will not go around a specific person. Like that's my brother Smitty. And if I if I've done something, if I feel like it's something that I've done wrong, he may be disappointed in me on. It's it's like a dog like that knows he pooped in the house and he should have waited till he went outside. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. comes, he looks down, his tail between his legs. <laughs> It's like, man, I let you down. It's like, it's something unstable. So it gives you that, it gives you that understanding that something is wrong. You may not know what it is yeah, is wrong, yeah. but you know something right. is wrong. It Something's right. not right. Something's it, not it right. It ain't on the up and up. No. That's one of the things that we speak to about character. And Josh, um, man, you have talked off air a little bit about character and, and how important that is. You know, um, you, you say you're a man that respects character over status. Mm-hmm. A lot of people now are Facebook anomalies or Instagram uh, sensations. Yeah. But status is not really what it's about because you can you can put up a status and look like something that you're not. Right. Mm -hmm. But character will carry you past anything that, you know, anybody can can bring your way because character will last out like truth. Truth will have its day. Character will show itself eventually. Right. Yes, sir. And so what what, what is your meaning or why why do you uh, respect more character than um, than the status? (sighs) Because status, we can lose. We can have it today and we can lose it tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. right. Your job. Listen up, your, entrepreneurs. Listen, your, listen. Listen, Linda. Your, listen. Your job, your money, your your uh your influence. You know, we, we could all have that right here, right now, but it can be taken away tomorrow. Jeez. Um, character, once you establish that, I mean your your name. Yeah. Character comes down to your name. Yeah. What are you known Absolutely. for? Yeah. How that's does right. a person view you? Now, of yeah, course, man. you can't go around making everyone happy. Oh, no, I mean, no. that, that's, that, 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 that's mission impossible. Yeah, you can. But knowing that you, what we talked about earlier, knowing that you stand for something. Yeah. Mm. No one could ever take that away from you. And so that goes into character. Where, you know, I see people who are wishy-washy. Yeah. It's like, well, what's your character? Who? who? Who are you? Who's winning today? Who's winning? It's all, it's all about who's <laughs> yes. winning today. So whoever is winning today, that's who I'll roll with. Man, get the heck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, and that's the thing about, for real, being an entrepreneur. Um, your character is very vital and important because the reality of it is customers and clients do not want to be a part of something that is one way this day. And the next time they come in, you don't have this. Or the next time you come in, it's not. Yeah. And That's so right. your character proves out your inconsistencies. Mm-hmm. And I had my mentor tell me in, in the business world, tell me if you're consistent, they'll come. Right. So yep. you have to be consistent That's with what you word. do. And that builds character yes. and it helps people to understand who you are and allows people to set their clock by sure. knowing that you're going to be consistent in what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. And character is one of the biggest things. It ain't that about is. status. That wow. I'm telling y'all, that's that's why the only reason I have to do this Facebook and Instagram stuff is because I want to get the message out. Yep. But it's not about a status. I, if if a I status. don't get people to do X, Y and Z, it's fine. I mean, I, I don't need a status. All I need 
is to make sure that my name is in line. That's right. Make sure my business is in line. That's right. And when you hear my name, like like you said, Josh, when you hear D'Angelo Smith, what do you think of? That's right. That's what means something to me. My name means more than money, right? That's right. And so I, I'm my own brand. That's good. And so when you your own brand, you got to make sure that your name, character, your status, your integrity, all those yeah, things line up so that when your name is spoken, it speaks even when you're not in the room. Absolutely. And when and that's. And it's, I love this. Y'all got to get this, man. Take some notes. Write it down. Take a picture. TikTok it. Snapchat it. I don't care what you do. Just don't forget what we're saying today because it is so serious, man. But what does it do? when you? So, Smitty and Josh, when you have those lined up, yeah. what does it add to you? Value. Yeah. Now, yeah. every time they hear your name, every time they speak your name, they're going to tell the person, whoever, wherever they are, Oh, yeah. Oh, he stand up. That's a yeah. good brother. Yeah. Yeah. That brother, no, you deal with him because because X, Y, and Z. Man, you go in there, there's no cursing, there's profanity. He's not gonna defraud you. He's gonna mm. treat you well. He's gonna treat your child well, the toddler, and your and your senior father or mother. Yeah, uh, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Or let everyone in on a little secret. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. You, in, yeah. you included in this you're secret. Included. You're included. You're included. <laughs> We're family. Yes. Come on, let's have an open forum. <laughs> what you just alluded to is one of the main reasons I got the exclusive with Kwame Kilpatrick. Wow. Because he said, dude, out of everyone I spoke with, your name came back legit. Man. Wow. You're, you're fair. You're professional. We was getting around to that to Kwame. The, we was getting around. Well, since yeah. you already started, oh, man, oh, come, come on. on. Open. Yeah. We, we going to go ahead and open it up, uh, man. Open. You got this exclusive interview uh -huh. with the first time he ever done an interview back here in the city yeah. of Detroit. Since being Our former mayor and the persons of Kwame Kilpatrick, he's a polarizing figure and mm -hmm. name in this city, across this country, quite frankly. Yeah. And you were the person that got the first interview with him since he had been released from prison. Mm -hmm. And I, I just want to know, how did it come about? How did it feel? You know, what did it bring? And I know it, it was a, it was a, a sought-after position and a sought-after uh, report. And the fact you was able to get it, man, was admirable. Thank you, thank you, Thank you, T. Thank you, brothers. Yeah, um. I went after it. Um, and here's why I went after it. I worked my sources, of course, you know, do things that journalists do. Yeah. But my mindset was this is a conversation the people needed. Yeah. yeah. Like the name Kwame Kilpatrick, it was just a topic of conversation just hanging over Metro Detroit. Yeah. Whether you support the brother or you're mad at him, whatever the case may be, again, polarizing. Right. Yeah. That is the word because the word. it is what it is. People yeah. love them. They're still angry at them. Sure. I mean, you have to deal with that on your own as an right. individual. But it was just a, it, it was needed. That's and so when Kwame and I first got on the phone, we had a good 10, 15 minute conversation. Mm -hmm. And my pitch to him was, let's do this for the people. Yeah. Wow. And he said he paused for a second. He said, OK. Wow. So Let, not, it, it was for the people. Not it, for you. It, for it, it wasn't for me. Right, it wasn't you. for Kwame. I just want to put that out. There. Yeah, it wasn't for Kwame Kilpatrick. Yeah. It wasn't for Josh Land. It wasn't yes. for Fox 2 News. Right. It wasn't for any other TV station in the, in the market. It was for the people. For the you. people needed The people needed to see this brother sit down and give his candor. Whatever that was going to be, it was going to be. So it was bigger than just a story. It was bigger than a story. It was a it was a it was a kitchen table conversation. The people in this region need it. It's deeper wow. than that. It, it, it was it's deeper. deeper. It's, it's deeper than the surface. Deeper than the surface. It wasn't again. It wasn't about getting me getting a scoop or 
impressing my station or outdoing my opponents in, in, in the media. It was something that needed to be done for the people. And quite frankly, it needed to be done by a black man from the city of Detroit. And that's what it is. Man, yeah. that, 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 that's why that's I huge. know it to be a, a, a feat for you because you were here while he was mayor. Yeah. So yeah. you understood um, the talks. Um, the I was a senior in high school yeah. when he got uh, when he became mayor, right. January 4th, 2002. That's why I said in the report, I'm like, I'm at home watching this dude like he was he was the black man's hero. He was the That's guy. What? He was. He was the guy. And they still love him. 32 well. years yeah. old, I believe he was. Yeah. Becoming yeah. the mayor uh -huh. of the city Young of man. And and he handled he 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 was amazing doing what he uh did as the mayor of the city of Detroit. Yes. And just to get the opportunity though to sit down, what is it that you learned from the conversation as you spoke to him about him that you might not have known of hearing things through the grapevine that you heard it straight from the source from Kwame Kilpatrick himself? What is it that you learned in that in that interview? What I learned during that interview, and after it aired. What I learned was or reminded of that when you are a confident, bold black man, it's going to be extra. Yeah. Kwame made a lot of mistakes. He yeah. definitely did. He did. But, but let's not get it mixed up. Yeah. He was a big, educated, sophisticated, bold black man. Yes, sir. And so it was extra. Yeah. Yeah. And we as black yeah. people, we yeah. know excessive. it was extra. It was excessive. Yeah. Absolutely. It was excessive. It was. You know, yeah, yeah. Did he do wrong? Yeah. Yes, he did. No we argument. all know no that. No argument. He has, he has admitted to some things yeah. that he, he should have done different. Already he took ownership yeah. in, in the interview. That's why for I'm those who you. haven't seen it, yeah. he took ownership. Yeah. He held himself he did. accountable. He held himself accountable. Absolutely. I asked him point blank. Yeah. Although you were convicted, do you feel like you were treated unfairly in the public eye? Yeah. He said, no, what happened was supposed to happen. Right. If that's not ownership, yeah. I don't what know is? what is. Yeah. What is? He, he took. He said, "I was mad at two, four, seven. Ah! But you guys he were right. You're kind of right. Kind yeah. of right. But we. But again, we know, as black people, when it all went down, it was extra. Twenty-eight years was absolutely excessive. It was over that the top. It was, was more than you could have yeah. ever even thought of, let alone overkill. Uh, believing that he should have done the. Uh, finished out that uh, that that twenty eight years. That was absolutely and, over the top. And what's also uh, interesting: love him or hate him, love him or hate him. Former President Donald Trump set him free. He did absolutely. That, he it, did. It, I'm it, glad it, he it, home. Man. It, it, it just makes sure he did it. You you, you, <laughs> you feel how you feel, but it, it's it's things like that that make you take a step back. Because I'll be honest, former President Obama could have set him free, but he didn't. That's true. That's former President true. Donald Trump did. It's just it, it, it is it, what it is. It is what it is, and it just makes you <laughs> it makes you think for a moment. The yeah. situation didn't change. No, he wasn't no. in there. The, 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 nothing came out new about the situation. Nothing. It was just something that um, I believe that they felt was excessive, over the top, and they commuted a sentence, and he was able to get out. And yeah. I believe it was uh, fair and just. No, no matter what has happened, and a lot has happened in the past twenty years. I brought up the two former presidents for a particular reason. We always have to keep an open mind. We always. You stand where you stand, but still just keep, just be open to just hearing the other side. Former President Donald Trump, he is who he is. Former President Barack Obama, he is who he is. Who set Kwame free? 
Right. Well, the facts, but, 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 you know, one thing about facts, you don't have to argue. Yeah. There's no, there's no but, arguing and, facts. And former President Barack Obama is a great man. He has done great things. I mean, he oh, made yeah. his, no, he, no. he is history. I mean, it's again, no argument, no argument. It's no arguments. It's just, it just makes you sit back and think but for a moment. Like, like and wow. Be, and maybe want to ask the question, why? Why? Why didn't President Obama? Oh, why did former President Donald Trump did? Right. Why did he? Why didn't he? Right. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, they don't have to answer that question. You know, if they feel like it's nobody's business and then that, that is their right. You will never get an answer. <laughs> you to that question. Never, you're not. Don't you know, even wait on an answer it, for that question. Don't even wait. Don't but even again, ask. again, it's not to put the two former presidents on front street <laughs> yeah, yeah, on, on no, blast, but it's just no. us as a society. Sit back and think about a few things. Yeah, yeah there are a few things to think about um, and, and, and have time. I'm going to flip it over and turn it over to you like Russell yeah. Westbrook in a minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> but I, I also. What I learned from hearing the Kwame Kilpatrick's um, interview that you did, it helped me to see that he really has a heart of contrition. Mm. His, his, he's different. And it's not just from a speech standpoint. It's from a standpoint that his whole goal was not about him with doing the interview. As no. you said, it was about the people. And he that man didn't talk about, he didn't talk about his, his show or his yeah. ministry. He yeah. didn't talk about his book. Yeah. I mean, I asked him those questions because I want to get that out there too, because I feel like the path he has gone through his journey can actually help people out there. So that's why I want to talk about it. And more. that's what he focused on. Yeah, he yeah. focused on being in a position but, where you were at the top of your game, mm -hmm. you was in a pinnacle of your position, and yeah. then the the bottom fell out of everything. He could have easily been. Die. He could have easily became governor of Michigan. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, him oh, and him on him, him and Barack Obama were at the same platform at one point. Oh, they yeah. were, they, they were, were there. Oh, yeah. they, they were matched. there to get. They, 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 they matched. They did. Uh, match. It's crazy because at the 2004 Democratic National Convention, he was on stage. He was on stage. Yeah, he yeah. was chosen as a keynote speaker. Yeah. And yes. correct me if I'm wrong. I believe former President Barack Obama. Got like a last minute ticket had to go in through the back door. Wow. Wow. It's just it, again, see, that's something else that? that just makes you sit back think. And, sit back and think. I see your heart say, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, halftime. What you got for us, halftime? <laughs> well, man, listen, I I'm glad he's home. I'm glad yes. I'm glad Kwame is home because that was overkill. It was that 28 years, man. Yes. Nobody can recover from that. 28 years life changes every single day mm -hmm. and so fast and now especially now the world that we're living in it changes by the minute next five minutes is, is something different and i'm just i'm glad he's home but for for you to have that opportunity to get it out you know and have that sit down with a person that was facing so much time and have that opportunity now to not only reconcile and and, and kind of like correct some of his own mistakes but now he's had that time to reflect on how to make an impact mm -hmm. on his community where he where he his ministry worked, his yep. ministry mm -hmm. now i think that's i think that's super huge josh and i think you all are going someplace with that i really think you all are going someplace with that Thank so you. but I, if i could ask you a question like go for it for that where does that take you because that's not a small story that's something it's like a sequel if i will <laughs> um that's a story that the quote unquote big dogs. Get. Oh, well, you're a big dog. <laughs> That's my. Uh, it's uh, keeping it in the hey, surface. Hey, halftime. We on here with a big dog. With a big no, dog. No, 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 big no, no. Dog, Big dogs no, no, in the field. No, 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 no. I know. I know. We go. We, we prophetically not, speaking to you. Yeah. We know what you're saying. We know what you're talking about. Big dog. 
<laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Go ahead and talk to us, Josh. And one of, another reason why I got that story is because I don't approach myself as being a big dog. Absolutely. But those who think they are, mm, sit back and think. Yeah. God don't like ugly. Come on, man. <laughs> don't show sure don't. God don't, don't like, like ugly. ugly. He don't like ugly. So for those who thought it was supposed to be me who got that, sit back and think. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you got to sit back and wonder. <laughs> hmm. And we're going to go ahead and say away from that because there are some things in your life that will make you think. There you go. Hmm. We'll be back, man. Just stay tuned. Pay some bills. Sponsorship coming up. This is Motor City, and being from Motor City all my life, I felt like it's, it's the perfect opportunity to bring out a product that, that has the identity of what Detroit is made of. It's quality. So this product, Swirl Curl, is all natural with 70% organic content. Reason being is because there's so many unnatural products on the market for barbers. This product, Swirl Curl, it starts off as a three-piece kit, which number one is the Swirl Curl Beard and Facial Wash. This wash is so wonderful. Women actually are showing so much energy behind this, this, this product. The wash is, is simply for to remove all of the dirt and all of the debris from beneath the skin surface and out of the hair. Now, now you, you implement the beard oil, which is course, of course, we use the oil as the nutrition. That is the protein uh, that you deposit into the hair after you've washed off all the last week's all of yesterday's dirt debris, then you use the beard balm. It's, it's a conditioner, it is a protector, it makes the skin soft, it makes the hair smooth, and this kit is just phenomenal. What's up everybody, this your boy Terrence Hobson, also known as you know, Mr. Halftime from Deeper Than The Cup Podcast, what's up? Listen, SwirlCurl.com is the place where you purchase these awesome products, 70% organic, 30% natural, men, women, children, no gender preference, no age preference. And you can go to swirlcurl.com for these awesome products. And that's swirlcurl, S-W-U-R-L-K-U-R-L.com. You can also purchase haircuts. You can also schedule haircuts. You can also take a tour, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about the products. Please let me know. I'm owner and founder, Mr. Halftime, deeper than the cut. All right, everybody, we're back. Mm -hmm. We're back in the building. Josh is in the building with us. Thanks again, Josh. And we, we're talking. We're talking, man. This is my brother right here. I'm telling you all, friendships turn to brotherhood. Mm -hmm. For real. here. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? But, but, but Smitty, man, we talked. We talk, man, that was a good conversation we were just having about Kwame and that next journey, that next that next path from you, my brother. But, Smitty, like, what do you think about? Well, well like, I know, I know um, in, in, throughout that conversation and it's crazy because after you get into certain situations in life, um, whether it's in business, whether it's in entrepreneurship, however you get into certain situations, oftentimes we begin to limit ourselves mm -hmm. yeah. and, and put ourselves in a box and we become our own enemy. I like to say it's called the enemy enemy, right? Oh, so it's, okay. it's you, your own person, personal enemy, and we get in our own way. 
and we put ourselves in a box and allow, not allow ourselves to expand or to grow. Um, I heard you say, and this is like the, the, the quote of all times for entrepreneurs is don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Um, I was gone from Michigan, from the city of Detroit for eight, nine years. You know, the, the different cities I worked in where I was the only black male reporter or the only black male anchor, et cetera. Yeah, that was adversity, but it also gave me perspective. Right. Mm. It built my mindset even more to where I came back home and I see things more broadly. I see things more openly. Um, I'm okay conversing. I'm comfortable. I mean, I'm biracial. I'm, I'm fine conversing with different people, right. different walks of life. Right. Sure. Because friendships become brotherhood. brothers. Yes, brotherhood. Friends become brothers. Um you never know how high you can go if you don't limit yourself. Mm. Um, <laughs> we we love the city of Detroit. Yes, I love sir. the city of Detroit. Three one three. Three one three. Stand my heart. up. Stand up. It's yes, my sir. heart. Yes, sir. It's in my heart. It's in our hearts. Yes. Sir. Um, but one thing I would advise many of our brothers and sisters in the city of Detroit to do: do not limit yourself. I feel like too many of us. We just get into a certain mindset of a, you know, west side, east side, you know, that is just just how I roll right, right, or whatever, right, whatever right. the case may be. Uh, what up? I, 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 yeah. What up, though? Right. I get, yeah. What up, though? <laughs> what up, though? Three, one, three. Three, one, three. OK. Yes. First and foremost. But nevertheless, be OK. You know, broadening yourself, broadening yourself out a, a tad bit more. Yeah, somewhere besides Bel Air now. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. You can't just you go to look, Metro Park Beach. Look, look no. hey, when we were kids, no. we used to drive up and down Jefferson all the time, oh, hit Bel Air, yeah, see yeah. how, see how, see how many girls we can talk to, Red how many numbers, right? how many numbers we can get, and yeah, whatnot like they that. Don't have a clue. Yeah, I mean that was that was downtown back in the day for those who that don't know. That was it. We drove up and down Jefferson, hit on Bel Air, drive around Bel Air, whatever. Cute girl stopped by. Hey, what's, oh, yeah. what, what's her yeah. name? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You got to go, you you gotta gotta go beyond that. Absolutely. That's true. You just got to go beyond it. I'm glad I found mine for life. I got my, I got me a boo too. Shamika! Hey, baby. How you doing today? Why school did she go to? She went to Demi. She went to Demi. I love Demi. No hate on Demi, man. I got a lot of people still love me from Demi. I love y'all from Demi Tars. Y'all my people, man. I just was born and raised on Van Dyke in 94. That's all. That's all love. That's all love. You know what I'm saying? That's all love. Smitty ain't going to tell y'all, though, but he went to KE for about a week. I think it was about a week. He ain't going to really tell me the truth because he know I got it. He's going to be over there with him, Josh. We already know what this is. Kelly Road. Kelly Road. It's all love, though. Mm -hmm. no, it's no, all love. Yeah, Halftime, I think you got something to ask. We talked about this a little bit, and we haven't talked to Josh about it at all, but he said something about um, something that correlates. And I don't even think he knows, or maybe he do. Maybe you do know that they correlate with maybe. each other. You go, maybe Halftime, you I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let maybe you talk you do. to it. Maybe you do. Listen, you This is how we're going to end it off right here, y'all, right here. <laughs> and, and and this is something big, man, is this, like, you recognize something. And I, maybe you do, and maybe you don't, as Smitty said. But you said something, you view barbers as same, on the same, you put them on the same pedestal and you view them as doctors. Here's why I say that. Um, you and I have had deep conversations. <laughs> sure, we have. Deep. Names will not be named. No, yeah. no. Um, deep conversations. Deep conversations. Deep. Yep. Gets Every, deeper. It gets deeper. <laughs> um, it gets deeper. 
when I've gone through certain adversity over the past few years. Yes. I mean, you have kind of, I mean, I have other dear friends who've also helped me as well. But I mean, when I'm sitting in your chair for a half hour, whatever the case may be, we're getting cut, we're conversing, like I'm giving you some of my deep thoughts and feelings. Sure. Right. And yeah. you're just helping me guide through it. Yes. I mean, if that's not a freaking psychiatrist, I don't know what is. Wow. <laughs> wow, man. I just don't wow. know. No, yes, like sir. you, like you, when you sit in a barber chair, you just unload your problems. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how you guys deal with We'd it. We have heard some stuff. Nah, heard, I know you have. You have heard some stuff from me. Yeah. <laughs> where I just unload yeah. from T and then yeah. I'm walking out the door. You stop me for a second. Hey, Josh, hey. brother. Think positive. Absolutely. It's deeper than the surface. Absolutely. Keep, keep, keep doing what you're we doing. Family, man. Yeah. Like you, we gonna we gonna keep this going. You, you see me going. walking out the door, like I'm just I'm oh, yeah. hot. Oh yeah. Now I am on fire. Yeah. It's like wait, wait like, come in. Don't walk out like that. Come come like that. And then and it's like, yeah. All right, man. It's a point of relief. Yes. So, but I'm gonna have have time explain to you the 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 real methodical reasoning behind the truth of what you're saying. And I'm not sure you understand. With us being instructors and teachers mm -hmm. over at Michigan Barber School, there's a theoretical point and theory point behind the statement that you made. Even though I use too much profanity, you guys have helped me cut back a little bit. Wow. That's how we wow. do. That's how we do, man. We got you, man. We got Friendship you. Friendship turn to brotherhood. Friendship turn to brotherhood. You know I still I mean? use it a lot, but you guys, you, you, you have me cut back, cut okay. back a little bit. That's, that, that's, that's another reason. She was like, yeah, I don't, need, doctors, to, I don't, I don't need to curse all the time. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> deeper than a cut. It's deeper than a cut. But, but the, reason why, the reason why we mentioned that and we started off that question in that way, that statement in that way is because it's like, it's ancient history, really. Mm -hmm. It's like the, 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 the description and the job, the tasks of a licensed barber is deeper than the surface. Mm -hmm. It's deeper than a cut. That's not just a title. That's not just what our show, the name of our show is. It, it speaks back to ancient history, Josh. And okay. the reason why I said that is because you, you, when you're in a chair and you're receiving that type of feel, it's, it's by nature of who we are. Like we are more than barbers. Mm -hmm. We were once called barber surgeons. Yeah, we were, we were once it. called barber surgeons, and we held not just the title of a surgeon, but we did the practice of responsibility, barbering, and surgeons. We were on the front line. We we shaved. We pulled teeth. Right. We blood led. We took blood. We prescribed medicinal herbal medicinals. And we talk to our people. Mm. You know, we were here with high esteem. Isn't that the reason for the red? Yeah. The barber pole. Yeah. So, okay. so it's like the Red Cross. You see the Red Cross. It's like, okay, it's time to donate blood. Mm -hmm. You see the red, white, and blue, the symbol that's on the front of a barbershop. Let me help everybody real quick. When you see that symbol on the front of a barbershop, it symbolizes that every person in there that's operating at a barber station is a licensed barber. Yes. Oh, I'm talking to somebody uh, right on, now. Come on, we're going to chapter oh, one. Oh, we're going My to lady. chapter one, the history of barbering. <laughs> Listen, any barbers, bootlegging, whatever you want to call yourself, you call yourself a barber, but the state of Michigan states that you cannot use the title barber unless you are licensed in the profession. Mm -hmm. So if I pull up to your establishment and you have that barber pole spinning around, that symbolizes to the state of Michigan, you're giving them the right to come in and inspect your barbershop. Mm. Oh, it's history behind yeah. the scene. Yeah. It's deeper than the surface. <laughs> and, and so, and so we were we were once called barber surgeons. Man, we've barber been surgeons. barber surgeons. Okay. We, we did that. We pulled teeth, 
we took blood and and the reason for the barber pole <clears throat> the, the the structure of the barber pole not just the red white and blue but the the way it looks the actual pole it was a rod now we have technology where they just put this little elaborate little bag around Cuff. your arm and hit a button yeah. and then it just expands it can take your blood pressure but back then back then we didn't have that you had to squeeze on the rod yeah you had to squeeze on squeeze on the rod right to get that that vein Right. And then you see the vein, they know how to take your blood because of the vein pop up. Right. But they don't stop there. When they take the blood, the white in the barber pole, it resembles bandage. Yeah. And the red represents blood. Why? Because back again, back then, they didn't have any disinfectants or any type of cleaning solutions that would get the blood stains out. So what did they do? The same rod that you held on to to get that blood work done. They put it out on the line and let that white bandage swing and dry. But when it was dry, it would, as a flag, it will wrap around the pole, right, to create that red and white. So white represents bandage, blood represents the blood, mm -hmm. and blue represents the veins. Yeah. Mm. So it's not some. A lot of my students, I love teaching that chapter because a lot of the students they always say, "Well, I think it. I just thought that it represents the American flag, red, white, and blue." <laughs> that's ninety percent of the time that that's the answer that you're going to get. Okay. So it's deeper than the surface. So we were doctors, man. We were we was doing this ancient history. We was we was doctors way back then. A whole lot of people tried to stop us. Organizations to set us apart. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's you why said you get something that you didn't even understand. And it's deeper really than that. Saying. We need a part two. That's just putting it easy. Mild. <laughs> that's just putting it that's mild. The There's a lot more up. that we can go into. Absolutely. And as we have had Josh landed on our show today, we thank you, brother, for coming out and, and yeah, representing pleasure. with us, My man. Pleasure. And um, yeah. we enjoyed it so much, man. We got to do yes, this sir. again. You let we me know. To it, absolutely. Come on, man. And um, for all of you there on, on YouTube, we want you to make sure that you go and make sure that you subscribe, hit that like button, hit that share button. Please. Get the numbers up because not just for the numbers. We want to get it up because we want to make sure. Push the button. That people are getting the same information that you're getting. I'm telling you, we have uh, great people lined up to give nuggets. Today we had the person of Josh Landon. Yeah. He dropped down some jewels of, of what needs to happen and what you need to do in the face of adversity it's about deeper. just really believing in yourself at all times and uh, uh, having character in the midst it's of deeper. what's going on. These are the things that you're going to need as an entrepreneur to make sure that success becomes a part of your life. Don't forget, go on Facebook. We're deeper in the cut. Go on Instagram. It's Deep Tech Podcast. Woo! If you go on YouTube, it's Deeper Than a Cut Podcast. We need y'all yeah! to share, like, and Smash subscribe. Smash that button. It's time for y'all to represent us like we represent y'all. Detroit, stand up. Detroit, deeper stand than the up. cut. We Let's out. Go. We out. Deeper. Survive and can see through the pain, it gets deeper. If you can shine through the guilt and the shame, it gets deeper. It only takes one moment to change. You might be hurting, but you still ain't helpless. And the revelation carries way more than the message. It's deeper. more to that lineup, it's the mind behind sun. Over your mind, you realize. Yeah, you're so you might be hurting, but you're not helpless. But you're not helpless. Leave it in the cut. Help is on the way. Yeah. Peace is nice. Please, it's like Chinese daggers on peas and rice. Righteous, you see my sight whenever I.